0: The former Manhattan district attorney who was responsible for prosecuting Trump said that when he was there before he resigned, he had enough evidence to find the former president guilty of multiple felonies. The New York Times has a copy of his resignation letter. We'll go through that, but you can see the headline is here. The guy's name is Mark F. Pomerantz. He investigated the former president and It all came to a screeching halt when this fella, Alvin Bragg, who was newly elected, said, "Ah, we're going to put a halt to this inquiry. Let's take a look at the article. We got photographs of these two people. Up here, we have Mark Pomerantz. He submitted his resignation over to Alvin Bragg, the new DA. Down here at the bottom, you can see Alvin just got elected. Pomerantz, age 70, prominent former federal prosecutor who came out of retirement to work on the trump investigation this guy was lounging around at the beach and he said oh this is my opportunity to take out donald and he came back out he resigned we covered this story previously same day at his co-prosecutor resigned his name was carrie dunn uh, who was another senior prosecutor leaving or leading the inquiry this is a photograph of him you can see that letter went out on February 23rd. And this was kind of big news, right? Because Alvin Bragg just got elected in Manhattan. He got elected partially on the promise that he was going to continue this inquiry, this investigation. Donald Trump has been under all sorts of litigious scrutiny all over the country. Similarly in New York, remember he's sort of under a uh, constant investigation from Letitia James. And so this has been the subject of New York politics for a long time. Alvin Bragg got elected and then things kind of started to change. Mark Pomerantz submitted his letter and everybody, all of the TDS anti-Trumpers were very upset about this. Oh God, he's going to get away with it again. Like that scene from Breaking Bad here, the New York Times obtained this. This offers a personal account of why he left and said that he believes that the president would have been convicted. We'll go through it a little bit more background here. You can see that Mr. Pomerantz and Mr. Dunn, both of these people were the prosecutors going after Trump. They planned to charge Trump with falsifying business records, saying that his annual financial statements were problematic, of course, as being a felony in New York. And recall that a lot of this had to do with sort of uh, different valuations of property and sort of uh, devaluing or under estimating a property's value for the purpose of uh, you know one one business transaction but then overvaluing it for the purpose of another transaction. And there's you know, there's rules about all of these things and so they have been combing through this with fine tooth combs for a long time trying to see if there's any way that they can eliminate Trump and take him off the playing field. Bragg's decision when this came about not to pursue the charges then and the resignations followed. Through the fate of the long-running investigation into serious doubt, if the prosecutors had secured an indictment of Trump, it would have been the highest profile case ever brought by the Manhattan DA's office. And Trump would have been the first American president to face criminal charges. And that's what they're just salivating over. They've wanted this for a long time. And they're probably going, I think we're going to see something close to this, if not actual criminal charges. I mean, that's the basis of what the January 6th select fake committee has been doing for well over a year now trying to cobble up together a case of conspiracy, of insurrection, tying it all back to the president. And everybody wants to sort of make their career on this. You see many different prosecutors. They want to be the person, the first person who charged a president and they would be you know, paraded around the media. They'd be posted all over the place celebrating them uh, like they were the you know, new coming. We see here we have a spokesperson for Mr. Bragg, Daniel Filson, said that the investigation was continuing and added, quote, a team of experienced prosecutors are working every day to follow the facts in the law. All right. There is nothing more we can or should say at this juncture about this ongoing investigation. So this is Alvin Bragg or the spokesperson for Alvin Bragg. And he's given the standard line that you get. Yeah, it's an ongoing investigation. We can't talk about it. All right. So the new info that we get comes over. From Mr. Pomerantz, and this is the attorney who just resigned, the prosecutor. This is the full text, and the big takeaway, of course, he's guilty of numerous felony violations. And recall that a lot of this went against uh, Donald Trump's organization, the Trump organization. Remember, they were going after the CFO, or the C, yeah, I think it was the CFO, Alan Weisselberg. They were going after his grandkids, saying that they went to a school and that was an unreported gift, and all sorts of just ridiculous things that may be true. But they're all trying to tie this back to Donald Trump personally. You know, all of this was under him. He's the evil mastermind and he needs to be taken out. So this is the resignation letter. You can see it says, Dear Alvin Buddy, it says, I write to tender my resignation as the special assistant district attorney. These are my reasons. As you know, from our recent conversations and presentations, I believe Trump is here it is guilty of numerous felony violations of the penal law in connection with his preparation and use of his annual statements of financial condition which i'm sure trump sits there every night and prepares let me let me prepare these for you his financial statements were false he has a long history of fabricating information relating to his finances lying about the banks national media counterparties and others including he writes The American people. Okay, so I guess he's upset about a politician's lies. So I guess every single politician should also be prosecuted if they're gonna all be lumped into the same category of lies, I guess. The team that has been investigating Mr. Trump harbors no doubt about whether he committed crimes. He did. All right, well, he's not being prosecuted apparently. And Alvin Bragg doesn't think it's there. So we'll have to see why. Here it says, in late 2020, Cyrus Vance directed a thorough review of the facts. Mr. Vance has been intimately involved attended everything got regular reports he concluded that the facts warranted prosecution and then directed a team to present evidence to a grand jury and seek an indictment as soon as reasonably possible okay he writes this work was underway when you came in you devoted a significant time and energy to understanding the evidence that we have accumulated as well as the applicable law you have reached the decision not to go forward with a grand jury presentation and not to seek criminal charges at the time why? I wonder why that might be. I wonder why. Maybe it's a terrible case. I don't know. The investigation has been suspended indefinitely. Of course, that is your decision to make. Yeah, he just got elected. I do not question your authority to make it. I accept that you've made it sincerely. However, a decision made in good faith may nevertheless be wrong. I believe that your decision is not to prosecute Donald Trump now he is misguided and completely contrary to the public ish- interest. I therefore cannot continue in my current position. So he says, I'm, I am understand you have the authority to do it. I know you can. You have made the decision. I think that you're sincere about it. You've given it a good look. You've devoted significant time and energy to understanding the evidence. And uh, I just disagree with it. I think that you should prosecute him because he lied to the American people, I guess, which is now, I guess, a crime that only Trump should be prosecuted for. I therefore cannot continue because... This is completely misguided. He continues. He says, in my view, the public interests warrants criminal prosecution of Trump and such a prosecution should be brought without any further delay because of the complexity of the facts. The refusal of Trump and Trump org to cooperate with us and their affirmative steps to frustrate our ability to follow the facts. This investigation has already consumed a great deal of time. These people are so ridiculous. Hey, prosecutor, he does not have to work with you, okay? He has no obligation to work with you. You are prosecuting him. He has every obligation and, in fact, an existential obligation to defend himself and not cooperate with you. I can't stand these people who think that ugh, you you didn't respect my request to open up all of your closets and let me poke around and rummage around in there. Well, that's I'm offended about that. And therefore, something must be done. No, that's not how this works as to Mr. Trump, the great bulk of the evidence relates to his management of the Trump organization before he became president. These facts are already dated, old, and our ability to establish may continue to erode. Oh, so you're acknowledging it's a pretty old case. A lot of this evidence is very antiquated. We're talking now from times before he was even president. Many of the salient facts have been made public, in proceedings brought forward by the AG, and the public has rightly inquired about our investigation. Most importantly, the further passage of time will raise additional questions, and it's all going to evaporate right in front of our eyes, Alvin. That's why we have to do this now, 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 because if we don't do it now, Donald Trump's going to run again, and he might win. So we got to make sure this stops. Got to hold Trump accountable for his criminal conduct. What happens if he gets back in office again? We're out of time. (sighs) panic, hit the panic button here. He says, to the extent you have raised issues as to the legal and factual sufficiency of our case, we have a disagreement about the ability to secure a conviction. Okay. The chief prosecutor who just got elected is looking at this. I've got some legal problems. I don't think this meets the legal standard. This doesn't pass the statutory requirement. The elements are missing. It's also factually problematic because the facts that we need To exist in order to meet the elements under the law are not there. That's why these two do not mash together. He says, this is the likelihood and the likelihood that a prosecution would succeed saying he doubts that I and others have advised you that we have evidence sufficient to establish guilt beyond a reasonable doubt. And we believe that the prosecution would prevail if charges were brought and the matter were tried to an impartial jury. No case is perfect. Well, That's true. Whatever the risks of bringing the case may be, I'm convinced that a failure to prosecute will pose much greater risks in terms of public confidence in the fair administration of justice. You know, I'm not so sure about that. Now you have to think about this from Alvin Bragg's perspective. What if Alvin says, "Okay, listen, uh, Mr. Pomerantz, I'm going to take your terrible case from two decades ago that uh, nobody's prosecuted until this became a political issue that's been sort of kicked around this involving i think his cfos grandkids at some school somewhere all right so you want me to prosecute this case saying that this is critical in the interest of justice and if i take it and we lose because it is so garbage because it is old you acknowledge yourself in no case is perfect well what does that do for the faith in the judicial administration of uh society right what what how does that buttress everybody's belief that this is a functional, apolitical system. It doesn't at all, right? It actually sort of wrecks it. So he has to think about that because if he makes that gamble and loses he's he's hanging this albatross across his neck that's going to follow him around ever it's the end of his career if it's a bad case he's not going to hang his hat on a bad case as i have suggested to you writes pomerantz respect for the rule of law and the need to reinforce the bedrock proposition that no man is above the law require that prosecution be brought even if conviction is not certain oh there it is it's a terrible case so he knows Look, prosecutors take cases they know they can win because they have a script that they can read. And it's very difficult for them to not read from the script. And if the facts don't sort of meet the script of the case, then there's a problem. And so they don't want to try things that are not on the script. So Alvin's like, this is complicated. We don't want to do this. I also do not believe that suspending the investigation pending future developments will lead to a stronger case or dispel your reluctance to bring the charges. No events are likely to occur. That will alter the nature of the case or dramatically change the quality of the evidence. There are additional facts to be pursued, but the team that has been working for this matter on months does not believe that it makes law enforcement sense to postpone this until something else happens. On the contrary, I and others believe that your decision to not allow prosecution now will doom any future prospects that he's going to be prosecuted for criminal conduct. Oh, no. Does that spell the end of it? This is the end of Trump's prosecution. It's doomed now. I mean, unless Alvin reverses course and brings the prosecution immediately, kind of the end of the game, I think. Says, I fear your decision means that Trump will not be held fully accountable for his crimes. I've worked too hard as a lawyer and for too long now to become a passive participant in what I believe to be a grave failure of justice. I therefore resigned my position immediately. Sincerely, Mark Pomerantz. Bye, Mark. See you later. We have a statement now from Trump's legal team. It says, in responding to the letter, Trump's lawyer, this guy, Ronald Fischetti, said that the charges were not warranted and that Pomerantz had the opportunity to present the fruits of his investigation to the DA and his senior staff on several occasions and failed. That's exactly right. How long has this been going on for crying out loud? He's not even in office anymore. It's 2022. Hello, people. So... <laughs> It's ridiculous. It's like, how many swings do you want to take at the at the at the ball? Come on now. Mr. Fischetti, who was Mr. Pomerance's law partner in the 1980s, they used to work together. Can you believe this? These two used to work in the same office. Now they're representing Donald Trump. It's sort of, uh, I guess, the, the dark side versus the light side. We have we should applaud District Attorney Alvin Bragg from Mr. Fischetti for adhering to the rule of law and sticking to the evidence while making an apolitical charging decision based solely on the lack of evidence and nothing else. In his own statement, Trump's company called Mr. Pomerantz "quote a never Trumper" and said, "Never before have we seen this level of corruption in our legal system." Trump and Co. accused Mr. Bragg and Miss James, both of whom look at listen to this from the New York Times, both of whom are Black Democrats, because Trump's obviously a racist. (laughs) of carrying out a politically motivated witch hunt and being racist mr james inquiry which can lead to a lawsuit but not criminal charges she's been letitia james remember her down here she's this woman here at the bottom and she has a facial spasm twitch problem every time she hears donald trump she calls him an illegitimate president and gets these weird contortions it's a very interesting video if you haven't watched that you may want to See if you can find that one. We see here that she was going after Trump. She got elected campaigning against prosecuting Trump, which is like a weird thing to think about in the United States of America that we have prosecutors or attorney generals in this case that are actively campaigning on filing criminal charges against other people or investigating other people. Okay, well, that's what's going on in New York. In another court filing, Miss James disclosed that Mr. Trump's longtime accountant firm cut ties with him. Yeah. And you can see the rest of this article, some of Bragg's supporters have argued that it would have been a difficult case to win. And I think that's really what this comes down to. Everybody is making this a political issue. Republicans do this too. You know, Republicans always bring out their issues from time to time. we're going to get tough on the border. We're going to go after big tech. Okay. T- uh, Ted Cruz there. Okay. Josh Hawley, whatever you say there, guys. Never happens. Same things going on here. And it's kind of fun to watch from the other side, to watch the other Democrats year after year, month after month. He's going to get it. Finally, they're going to take out Trump. Never happens. Prosecutors continue to resign. New ones get elected, continue to promise that something comes and it doesn't. Now, that doesn't mean that it's not going to come. I can tell you this. Liz Cheney and Benny Thompson over there with Adam Kinzinger and the fake January 6th select committee. They are in hyperdrive. They have crayons and markers and whiteboards and uh, string and yarn, and they're trying to create this whole concocted story. We're going to see where it goes. And times are getting tight for their party. As you're seeing, the polls continue to plummet. They are going to be sort of, uh, I think, wiped out at the polls in the very near future. You're going to start to see some very aggressive activity soon. So we'll continue to follow along. I hope you join us in that journey and hit the subscribe button so that we can see you on the next one. And I look forward to seeing you there.